get there in one year or even in one term. I promise you, we as a people will get there. And whenever men and women scream their backs up, they are going somewhere because a man can't lie to back unless it is getting a word about anything on my spirit, anything. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome to Everybody Mad, the podcast where nothing is off the table, facts are currency, and at some point, everyone will feel uncomfortable. This is what happens after. Welcome to Everybody Mad, the podcast. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. What's up, what's going on, people? This your boy, Rel, you're now entering everybody mad chat room. Uh, as always, send over your questions, your themes, your topics, interest in being a guest to everybodymadpod at gmail.com. Like and follow on IG, Everybody Mad Pod, and on all podcast platforms, uh, Everybody Mad. Make sure you listen, like, subscribe, and share this shit. Uh, as always, I appreciate y'all feedback. I appreciate y'all tuning in. I appreciate y'all listening. Uh, I'm going to jump right into this episode. Uh, this is part two of the IG Live. As always, like I said, I appreciate y'all for tuning in. Uh, how do y'all how do y'all feel about competition in our relationships? Since while we while we wait, how you feel? That about is that? real. I live that shit in real life, so it's it's not fun. Uh, it's more. It, it was amusing at first because it's like, oh, you serious? Oh, you serious? And then my my inner petty kind of came out, so it's like, okay, so I'm gonna show you. Let me show you how this goes. Like, and it, and it always, a, a lot of times it stemmed around money, was like, who could pay for what, and who could, like, up, one up on, like, we supposed to be taking trips together, like, how does that work? And you know me, I'm always on the go, so I'm just like, alright, I'm, like, alright, so I'm out. And it would be like this whole big thing of, oh, how you going on this trip, and you can't go with me to this Denver Nuggets game, like, I don't feel like going to the Denver Nuggets. Now I'm about to go to the Vegas. I holler at you, though. And so I think that's... So, so Righteous 15 says some competition is good and then followed it up to say, like, pushing each other to be better. I think that's when... Uh, like, that's when it's good. Like, I had a competition with working out uh, Righteous 15 said. Yeah, like, when you're challenging other in those aspects, like, you know... Um, like, I feel like for me, like, it comes down to wanting to... Um, make sure like I'm succeeding professionally to match that, uh, you know, growth there in that aspect. So that sort of competition and challenge is good. I think when you you start talking about like, oh, who can you know one up each other on on the the, the most money spent, like that's when it becomes a problem because it's just like, why? Like, why do you have to? And it's and counterproductive. It, yeah, and that speaks to like the, the overall aspect. goal of the relationship, which is to build. Yep. Uh, I, but and so that's why like it it also goes back into like just determining like why you're getting in and then as you're in like assessing you know as you go about to to have that convo because if you if you're having conversation about building you know that sort of financial growth with each other then nah you don't you shouldn't be competing in that manner like there's there's no need to compete there. 
that should like you said it should be about growth like no you don't have you don't want to go to the different nugget games that that 150 dollars you was gonna spend on different nugget games you could spend that on your flight because that's what that that's what you want to do and heck it might even be cheaper so you might come off you know spending less money on something again like th- those are different competitions and um that one is healthy and the other is not yeah, and I feel like competition, depending on what it is, is can be uh, beneficial, but not. You'll know the difference between a toxic competition and one that's like genuine, genuinely pushing you in the right direction. Like that's definitely gonna be apparent. But so, so advantage eighty nine said uh, eighty nine advantage. Sorry. Uh, it's not not everything, not just financials and everything. I, I agree that the, but that's the thing. It's like we, like going back to like Kastasha, you know, she can't date broke. Get it? Like you can't date someone that's broke because they can't match the things that you would need them to be doing for you as the the relationship interacts. So you know, that, okay, I'm dating someone that who can match me financially in that aspect. They're not broke. However, she classifies not being broke as they're not broke for her. And then so everything else, it shifts to what else are the, the, the abilities to compete on in those other manners. Um, but again, it's like recognizing that we op- most oftentimes operate relationships not on recognizing the financial aspects of it. So again, there's nothing wrong with dating broke or dating, you know, if you're a broke person, but recognizing that you should likely also be dating other broke people. Or just recognizing the mindset because some people make a lot of money but then have a mindset of poverty out of no fault of their own. So they're acting out of that like, oh, I ain't never going back to being broke so we got to live it up for people that don't even fucking matter. Like, no, how about we Mm. deal with what's in the the moment? Like, um, kind of faking the funk even though you make the money but it's like what are you really doing with it like you making all this money just the flaunt Perception. but what are you really doing you've been making $75,000 over the span of 5 to 10 years but you don't have any assets like shit like things like that Exactly. The, 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 the perception, like it, it, it is largely the that perception of, like you said, like be showing up, like for 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 why, like again, like it, it, it's like you gotta go back into, uh, why you're doing it. Like if you want to make lots of money just to show it off, then that's cool. Like, but say that, that that's why you want to do it, and just again recognize that that's why you're doing it. Uh, right. you're but, not making that ton, some of the money just to you know be in a relationship or uh have or to a get uh, yeah to be in a relationship like oh just to get get like the attention of the opposite sex you get somebody that's like no you're just them. making the money to show it off like everything else is a compliment to you making the money and that that's that's how it should be looked at and it, it'll all be superficial including the person that you end up catching with this money because it's like they're there for a reason you understand? Exactly. Uh, Maddie said, "I know so many of those, and I hate it." Uh, Balance to act. Ask what's what's good money. Um, I think that's very uh, subjective to yeah, the individual. It's um, yeah, it's very relative to the people, uh, individuals. Like some people could say good money is 
over seventy five thousand. Um, some people could say good money's over a hundred thousand. It really depends. Um, and the conversation we're talking to, I'll be honest with y'all. In New York, um, it ain't none of it really as thickly as good money right now. So, um, and the way it's looking is, it's gonna be where it's at for a little bit. Uh, I can't date someone who is broke. Says righteous fifteen. I'm almost in my 30s. What have you been doing is all this time with your money? See, okay, so I, I get that. I get that and I understand that. Um, I, I had to ask myself recently, like, what was I doing before like, I started paying the amount of money I'm paying in rent now? Where was the rest of that money going? And in my mind, I was like, I, know, I, I was making it. Like, I, I was able to, you know, afford it at that income level. But what the fuck was I realistically doing? And... This goes back to just a couple of other things around having models and having, you know, access to that information that guides us, to, you know, to make better the decisions. Template. Yeah, the template like, is important. Don't speak on a template. Coming out of college, like, my parents said, yeah, get a good job, start saving money. But, like, there was no real, like, display of what that looked like. I, I knew what it could be, but, like, there was no real, like, display of, like, okay, this is how you should do it. It was just, like, you just like, okay. <laughs> Sneakers and bottle service facts. So it's just like, all right, I don't know what that is. So I get it. Like, you know, we're now in our thirties and entering our thirties. We want to start having more. Um, and I also get like making sure that our partners are able to match that to a large extent. But I think there's also something Stasha said earlier. It's just about struggling. If someone, are, are you able and willing to struggle with someone if they're, if they're showing that they're also willing to work with you as well to get to a certain place? Because a lot of us are not in those you know positions to and you're um, not always gonna stay in that position either like hopefully you have ups and downs because you could be having like get have a good job making good money and then lose it today or tomorrow and then what yep uh i'm just very tired at 31 i'm draining and i want an honest life and it's hard to find someone who lives their reality and is honest with themselves and people i agree miss maddie that's hard sasha it is. It is not easy at all. But when you're going through, like, dating, it's like you got to keep that in mind. Like, because it'll be red flags. There will be red flags. You will see it off the bat. Like, just little stuff. Going to get something to eat. Um, how they move. Just things that they say. You'll Even if you don't get it off the bat, you'll eventually before it even gets to that serious point you'll see it and then that's when you but you have to be strong enough to be like i i'm gonna distance myself or you know act accordingly because your actions is what's gonna be you know gonna determine how it how it goes yeah and that goes back to like the early question about like um you know, walking away, you know, depending on, you know, you meet someone and you're like, oh, I don't want marriage. Like, you just got to, like, you know, assess it from there. It's like you said, like, you see it. You, they asked it or they, they made it known. It was something you saw, you observed, and so you go from there. Um, going back to the money, 89 Ranch says it depends on what you do with it. It it really is. And, like, again, like, it, I get it. Like, but I, I just, I know I don't fault, like, folks, because I know myself, like, I made money. Uh, and just blew it fast like balance access my first bonus check was 17k and that was uh that shit was left in sweats yo i didn't i didn't been there when i worked when i started working at an accounting firm in college uh during the summer and that was the first time i saw a check over a thousand dollars given to me as a paycheck 
when I knew that money was able to be made, that thousand dollars easily went up to another fifth, uh, another five hundred at one point. And before I left there, I had a couple of checks of three. And the weekend came, and, and I'm, I'm, I'm I'm in my 20s in New York City. Like, that's why I said I asked myself. So like, as I get it, it's like we we are there. So it's like about now, like being in these positions to. But it's like now we realistically have knowing you know what where we've been knowing you know how we grew up a lot of us uh but now recognizing the positions that were you know many of us are starting to you know put ourselves in of making more money um having more access financially to things making more investments uh we're able to do those things now so like I get you know people who like who've said it here was I can't date anyone who's broke anymore. Again, I hear you dating. You know if you're 30 and you're looking at dating, you're saying oh, I can't date someone who's broke anymore. I get it. Like you're you're move, you're now elevating to some to a different place. You're now elevating to a different point. You're now growing as a person. So that all comes with it. That's respect. Uh, yes, I'm trying to invest more. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've been paying more attention to my Robinhood portfolio this last couple of weeks. Um, let me know if y'all need that so how link. How do you start those conversations, those type of conversations with, well, I want to say somebody that you're dating because that's where the conversation needs to be had. You don't want to be in a already in a serious relationship and start talking about investing, but how do you even bring that up? Do you just be like, hey, what are your thoughts on investing? Or is it just more like, a slow and steady process how do you bring any of that stuff i up? think you just ask like i i remember it's like a, a a teen like just thinking about like questions like okay these are some things like there are certain things that i want to know there are certain things that i just want to know uh and if i'm talking i'm just gonna ask like i'm just slipping in and i'm asking uh I have a Robin link. That's what I'm saying. I have a Robin Hood link and I'm willing to pass it out. So let me know. Uh, but there's certain things you just ask and you, you put on the table. It's like, hey, so uh, like people ask like, oh, what's your favorite color? Like, wh why do you realistically ask that question? Are you thinking about getting them something in their favorite color down the line? Is that why you want to know? Or do you feel like this is just something you should ask because it's a first date? Um like if I'm asking your favorite color, I'm literally intending on remembering it. So the next time I get you something, I could potentially get it for you in your favorite color. Those there are those things there to that. Um, so it's just like knowing exactly like why you're asking the questions. Um, so if you want to know about this person's finances, yeah, ask them how they feel about stocks. Yeah, exactly. Being intentional. Uh, well, my orange is strong. Yeah, um, I have a Capital One investment portfolio too. I don't actually pay attention to that one. Um, that has a lot of the 08 stuff in it. And that shit fluctuates way too much for me to really care. Uh, what are you talking about? I think you just know. Just know what? Just know how to ask. Um, and you tell them from your experience. So... Okay, so this brings this random question to my head. So, like, if you know how to invest or you are, you know how to uh, handle money responsibly and then the person that you're talking to at the time is is not that well-versed. Because I'm always, I'm, I believe in that's what you bring to the table sometimes. Like, sometimes you bring that knowledge mm -hmm. or, you know, specialties or just 
experience to the table. Mm-hmm. So when you when that when that's the case, how do you go about addressing that? Because and I'm asking because I've experienced that I've tried to explain, but then the ego steps in and it's like, who are you? Like it really goes back to the old school. A woman don't really know stuff like, oh, I don't really want to listen to you because you're a female type of thing. Because if a man was saying the same exact thing, it would be like, mm-hmm. oh, that's a good idea. But mm-hmm. it's just like, motherfucker, I was saying this this whole time. You feel me? So, how do you... It's, I'm going to answer you just how Righteous 15 said it. Uh, from my experience, the other person has to be willing to learn. Uh, and that's exactly what it comes to. I think it comes... If you recognize that the person you're engaging with is not going to be willing to learn from you, then it makes no sense in trying to have a conversation with them because that makes no sense to continue to date them because it's it's not very likely that, you know, they're going to, yep, because they're not willing to learn it. So it, it's, it really is that that person has to be willing to learn those things and be open to it. My mentor is exactly, I agree with you. My mentor is a woman. Because it's like, sex don't mean what you know is any different. Yep. I've said this. All the, all of the old, all of the people that I've bonded to at jobs that I've had have been older women. Like, significantly older women who, like, can be counselors. Yep. Yep. That has been the case. Literally, the only exception is where I'm at now. I don't have that. There's, like, an older, like... I could really say like a mother figure almost in a lot of senses. It's been that. They put you on. Yeah, they they got all the gossip, they got all the tea, um, but they also they giving it to you in a a manner that's like, yo, let me tell you about this. Let me keep key with you for a second. <laughs> let me call. Put you on to that's exactly how it be, and I so I I respect it. Uh, gives the best gives me best advice that that yep and guidance. It, it be that. Uh, I think I posted about this the other day. Like, I, I never go to niggas for advice. Uh, never. Do they really be knowing though? Like, I, I, it, unless they have a, a special like a expertise in whatever said field, that's the only reason why I'm gonna go to them. Like, I'm, but I'm not saying you can't learn from niggas. I'm just saying I'm not going to them for, for advice. That's just that's just it for me. Like, I'm not like I have a lot of conversations where I can learn things from my niggas uh but i'm not going to them for advice <laughs> nah bro i'm not i'm like i agree like i'm not doing it like that's not mm-mm, mm-mm, well mm-mm. Nope. i do have someone that i've actually asked to mentor me um and he's a, a nigga but he he's older like older older he's retired at this point like so i reached out to him like uh, he actually owned one of the radio shows that I, uh, the stations. He actually owned one of the stations that I used to mm-hmm. um, uh, record that. Yeah, and he put. He always had that energy of like the whole is, is greater than the sum of its parts type of thing. Like not scared to relay information because you know he knows that. I guess with his wealth of knowledge, he knows that uh, the more people know, the more people can help and make exactly that feel things more and propel it moving forward. But I'm sure that as a teenager, he wasn't shit. 
probably it's like it, it's interesting because you were talking about like him being the oldest older guy and stuff like that. I'm thinking about the the sugar uh, baby episode, um, and she was talking about like one of the the men that she's dating like was like, oh, I got you a book. Like I want you to like I want you to elevate your mind, and it's just like yes, like that. And going back to like like for us as men, like having those women who are able to mentor and provide that you know that knowledge and that info. Um, to help guide us and you know lead us along the way uh, is beautiful because like I said I ain't going I guess from a man's perspective I ain't going to niggas and I guess from a woman's perspective you ain't going to your other women friends you're going to niggas for advice on, on girl and, and maybe that's how it should be like maybe we, we gotta start having and more cross dialogue creates a, a perfect flow of energy that it needs to be to make things happen I think so because it's like we oftentimes are in, interacting with each other and like wanting to have uh, real intimate relationships with each other, but we're not knowing enough about each other to have those, you know, varying uh, interactions. And then again, like I said, there's just way more options now. There's so many more people. Grandma and grandpa didn't have online dating. So they only knew no. Becky, Sue, and, and Sally. And Sally May's cousin that came into town on uh, in the summertime, like that's all they knew. Like so, it, it's a little different. We 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 gotta look at it a little differently. So, uh, yeah. All right. So About the new the new uh, what's the word I'm looking for? The new dynamic of relationships in this time where you know monogamy is not necessarily working for a lot of people mm. and like how that it's never worked for a lot of people and how it should shift or like if it should shift at all like or is it or would it necessarily be like relative you know monogamy is an elitist thing <laughs> a what monogamy is an elitist thing it, 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 it look throughout history when you think about about it See, it doesn't. See, no. Don't look at his girlfriend number two. So you can't look at his girlfriend number two if that's the case. You are not girlfriend number two. You're just another person. Well, well, let me let me clarify from what I've what I've understand. You can be girlfriend number two if it's an open relationship. If y'all are coming together as a throuple, then no, you're not girlfriend number two. Um real conversations but i i would love to have more conversations about uh about it i've i've actively posted that i would love to interview a, a throuple yes i would um uh see that's the thing my ego see you gotta get out of that uh i want to go back to real quick how is monogamy an elitist thing because again going back to the finances of it we we try to operate as if it's not but only and like even in this day and age like the the, the most wealthy don't even like stay monogamy monogamous that long in terms of marriage and and coupling up together like they're not some of the most they're some of the most non-monogamous people ever but throughout history uh people with wealth um have fared better with marriage but when you look in the village of the people who are married they're oftentimes struggling and they're still oftentimes depending upon various parts of the community to help uplift them yet they don't ever open the union of marriage for more inclusive growth however 
if you study uh, anthropology, you will find that there are a lot more um, tribes and, and groups of people who did practice different forms of, of relationships that were non-monogamous. Yeah, yeah. So what is monogamy really? Two people. Like, is it just, just two people marrying one person? No. Just being, I think it's being with one, just being with one person. I don't think uh, monogamy is has to necessarily be married or marriage. It's just I think it's just those two people, just them. That's it. Uh, I, I don't think if we all started together or some super project. Yo, I'm trying to have a whole community and just like everybody help everybody and we about to make all this money together. So you, all of us. so wait, you saying like if the three, so style, you saying if the three people just met and like form the relationship all together like that would be cool versus you coming into something yeah because then you don't know what was developed like with the foundation that's that's a good mm, that's a new way of that's dating cool. that's a new way of dating that's a new way of... <laughs> yes <stop. laughs> oh shit <laughs> that's crazy i mean go for it it's like you know that this is the foundation that we started on. Like, we starting here. All three, all three of us. So, Boom. we can build on that. It's not like you coming in and then, like, inside jokes already established and you like, what the fuck is going on here? Either we Wait. equal on first. <laughs> so, why, so, why don't you... So, well... I mean... I then go for a date in that way. Try to find two other people and date them together. Why why can't three people date together? Okay, so now we are breaking through like definitions of dating. Really? Why? Because because all right, people think that somebody you in a relationship. I've seen people call the person that they're date they're with oh i'm dating that person like oh i'm dating this person no if this is the only person you like you're talking to then you're not dating them you're actually in a relationship if the, the lines get blurred in general like it ge- it's generally blurred but it should be a uh, more of a, de- a definitive answer of like okay i'm dating because if i'm dating you i'm not da- like i'm dating other people like that's t- to me I'm getting to know this. I'm getting to know you, and I'm getting to know other people as well in my other time that I'm not with you. But if I'm in a relationship with you, then we're in a relationship, and then that's that's we, we have taken it to the next step. A relationship is the next step. Yeah, I get that. Like, I, dating is the courting part. I think I don't. I, so I recently had a conversation where we we broke those up. Where we broke up dating and courting because I think you can date and not court. Um, I think I think courting is more like when you're actively trying to get into a relationship with someone. Um, and I and I think I, there's there's a lot of one wayness to courting. And I think courting is a, is a two way street, but I'm not going to get into that. Um, but yeah, I, I, I think from I think from Stache's perspective of just how, I think it's possible to date. To meet two different people like if, if the dynamics were set up like again like, i think this is a new way of dating where something is set up and it's like literally set up for people to meet as threes or more 
then yes, it's very possible in that space to then go forward and date those two different people at the same time. Um, and have, like Stache talked about it, like have real deep conversations about these things with these three people, uh, with these two other people. Uh, so S. Dashian, <laughs> actually Loki like this name. Uh, men can barely manage one female. How is he's how is supposed to effectively date multiple people? I think honestly, I if you're, that? go ahead. I feel like if a man is intentionally going into the dating mm-hmm. with a specific mindset of what mm-hmm. they want, then that will work mm-hmm. because you're gonna know off mm-hmm. that what you want and what you don't want. So that's how. But men don't necessarily do that. They just be trying to fuck everything. Like, oh my God. Let's uh, go check out the last episode, the single mall episode, because we actually uh, we refute that. We actually refuted that on that episode. So y'all should go check that out. All the ladies who think that we refuted that, and he talks about that. So yeah, it, it's. It, it is. It, it is about going into like if if you like, if you set out like I like I talked about it earlier like I, when I first was dating five years ago like i had a roster like i was intentionally managing five dating five different people like to me i i knew what i was going and looking to get out of it and assess you know along the way you know each potential of the other you know the people i was you know dating that was on the roster so like it's possible if you're going into it with that you know intentionality there everyone don't require the same energy exactly and and i think that's why it's possible to uh, effectively date you know the two people at the same time you could you know discover in that mix that you know there's a balancing of energies uh we're what did i miss balance that we're talking about effectively dating multiple people uh so Say what? I'm reading Stache's comments. What did she say? She said, a man that can handle all my shit and another female with no beef would take a lot. But But it really would all be under, uh, like, up to understanding, like, the understanding that y'all built. Like, this is what it is. Once it's laid out and clear cut, no questions, like, it can't be no no gray area. That's the key to it. It can't be no gray area. So uh, I have I had a guy that worked at nights during and then one during the day and two different energies which work something like that might might be what you need either that that realistically just might be it there uh, the male and female need to be on the same terms I agree uh, and again it's about it's about that intentionality it's about that like recognizing okay like this is this is something that I want to get out of it this is something I want to go for uh, this is how I feel about it um these are things that i'm looking for like again like we, we covered some of this on that that single mall episode like just being uh just recognizing those things that you want and sharing it that's the old me but it could be the same you like that don't have to change like you could have that same setup where like what's wrong with that setup like especially like if you could find this setup in the terms of like what we were talking about before the financials where this is a, a balance that you know could work and be sustainable for all because like i think <laughs> i'm not gonna say uh who where this conversation came from but I had this conversation where um 
we were talking about uh, the, the triad situation and someone pointed out that we oftentimes see it where it's the man and two women. Um, and we don't sometimes or we don't oftentimes see uh, that it's uh, a woman and two men. And then literally that that morning I had saw this this image where this woman was with two men. And then now this conversation with Stas talking about, you know, how her dating two men. It's like it's there. I think realistically women just gotta take more power of it just take more power of the, the the ability to again have more options now i feel like we all right i feel like us as where we are where we're at generational wise should be able to pretty much create because we creatives everybody want to be creative create, create your own life literally exactly how you want it to look whether you be with one other person, you be with two other men, or me, like uh, as a female, you with mm-hmm. two other men, with two other women, like a man and a woman, like maybe you got four motherfuckers. But as long as it is clear cut, understood, intentional, and y'all working towards a, a similar overall goal, nothing can stop you. I don't understand why we can't make make up our own rules. Who's like, because we're following the old rules that work for people couples back then but even then it didn't really work out because half the time the men just left the house like skipped town and started a new life with another female and had some more kids by the new wife like you understand like we live in a time where that could never happen because social media and you know internet has made everything super small so the world is really so much smaller than you realize Mm -hmm. so just why not keep it a buck and that's what it really that's the basis of it all just keeping it above with how you feel about it like how you feel about life don't be in a relationship that and you feel mentally resentful because then it's like damn I'm looking at ugly like I love who I'm with but it's like I want some of that too mm-hmm. I want I want a taste of this life I came up where there was a tweet about this guy who was getting a divorce and was happy to go chase the woman he was in love with from 2012 and it's just like wait what like those are things like i think that you know we have to start recognizing our real life you know thoughts and and minds and our our ideas people are having and we have to start making more space for it real quick i want to ask that what do you mean i've never uh wanted to be more vulnerable to someone in my life i I want some more background on that one uh is this only short term what happens when someone steps past what was originally agreed on and now catches feelings are they allowed to change their minds i think feelings feelings should be yeah yeah it's i think i think it's okay to have those feelings i think Mm-hmm. And that's the problem too, because it's like a lot of people they have these feelings and it's like, nah, I'm gonna keep it to myself. Nah, express that, like, because how is anybody gonna know unless you express it? Mm-hmm. And like, then you don't know. People are always quick to be like, oh, they're not gonna go for it. Even people, in, and I've I've had like guys and girls in this situation where it's like they in a monogamous relationship and they want more, whether it be sexually or want to add other people to the mm-hmm. to the equation, but it's like didn't have that conversation with that with your significant other oh they're not gonna go for it how is no that's just very true um and like thinking of just the dynamic of dating and in that that throuple triad you know sort of arrangement 
Um, it could, it, it should be potentially looked at as long term. I mean, if, if you're looking to date long term, then yes, you should be looking at that long term. If you're looking to date short term, then you should look at it as short term. But those should be things that are addressed, you know, up front. Those should be things that are mentioned. Um, people are allowed to change their feelings. People are allowed, feelings are allowed to grow. They're allowed to degree, uh, decrease. Um, it's, I think, having a conversation about those things. Uh, and talking about them dating two three eight like listen if you are in a relationship and y'all dynamic is where y'all want to date eight people go for it if it was what work for y'all like i think what's important is we have to really stop stop caring about outside perceptions like i think that is a lot of time a lot of the time yep outside perceptions like that i think that has to to realistically be the the, the beginning an end point for a lot of this is like i said if, if you want to date eight people to me that's a lot i i i i i would never be like oh yes date eight people i'm good um but if that's what you and your significant other want to do i'm not gonna knock y'all for it. i don't know how y'all decide to manage our relationship and what that would look like for y'all it's not for me but i'm not gonna knock it uh righteous 15 in my experience the men i've dated aren't okay with being in an open relationship or if i can be be with another man again i think a lot of that comes down to ego um i think a lot of it comes down to ego uh there's a lot of insecure men out here um there's a lot of insecure people there's a lot of insecure uh people out here um that's what it comes down to uh i think if you had this conversation earlier and i was and i framed it in this context it's about something completely different i said but if i pee on you i should be okay with you peeing on me and i think the concept is similar to this if you want to go date someone else you should be okay with your partner dating someone else um and to some extent it's like you don't have to be okay necessarily with your partner uh i mean i mean let me frame this in the right context i want to explain it if you want to be with your partner, I think if that's something they want to do, you have to be okay with it. You don't have to be okay with it, but also understand that may also mean you not being with that partner. So it's like coming down to that. So those are those are you know real thoughts and decisions. Uh, men never want to share. Yep, I I wouldn't want a man that didn't honestly. So Sashay, with that being said, like if they wanted to, sh- if they were okay with sharing. Off the off the mind off the thought of making you happy, would that be a deal breaker for you? Would it like that be like a turn off? Like, oh, I don't want to deal with that person because they are okay with sharing me. Yo, I'm not like, waiting to be that happy. Work? That I think that's an Aquarius no, thing. Um, stop. Mhm. Yeah, I think. Listen, that that's a real point. Uh, mm. Yeah. Uh, this is how I know I'm open to being committed again because I'm ready to be vulnerable. Okay, listen. That's it. I'm with you. You can have... I talked about this on the last live about loving multiple people. It's very possible. You Again, everyone's energy is different. And I think more as an adult, I've recognized that as, you know, as I've gotten older, and people's energies are vastly different, and the energy someone else gives you may not be the energy, you know, this other person gives you, and, like, you love, like, if you, if you grow up having two parents that, you know, loved you, you know, in a, a manner that, you know, 
was healthy and nurturing. You love them. Like, I love my parents equally. Like, I realistically couldn't, like, if someone was like, oh, decide, like, I'm not, I can't do that. The fuck you mean? Like, so it's like, why do we want to, like, why do, why are we forced to divide or have to choose that we can't divide our love, you know, when we start talking about intimate I feel relationships? Like that's more of a reason to, to choose how you love the way you want to because everybody is going to give you and bring to you a different energy that you can't get from the, the next person. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times, like, even back in the days, there would be songs and all this stuff about, oh, finding the perfect man, if I could take this from this person and yep. this from that person, yep. why should you have to? You're there, that person for a reason. So, you know, that's you available. With them, how you interact with them on that level, and then you interact with other people on different levels. Like, Stasha says, but you can't trust everyone uh, when you're in that state. Makes dating even harder. I, I don't one. Go get vulnerable? Is that what she means? I, I, I think so. But it's just like, I, I think you, I think you have to, you have to be willing to, there's two thoughts of mine that come to that. You have to, one, be willing to take those risks without knowing that you're going to get that in return because that's a life. Um, and then two, I think you also have to look to match energy where energy is given, you know, if that's the sort of dynamic that you're looking for. Um, if you want someone to, if you're looking to give out any happy energy and want that back, then you, you, you have to make sure that, that you're aligning with that person on that one. So if you're talking about being vulnerable in ways that which allow you to, you know, be trustful of that person, then you that's something you have to ask for back in return and you know acknowledge what that would look like as it's coming back and and going back out um and acknowledging the fact that someone else is being vulnerable and if you see let's say for instance you dating somebody and you see them being super vulnerable and you don't even see like you're not there yet you acknowledge that to that person like hey like where do you see this going? Because I don't really see it going. And it's just all about being truthful and honest uh, front. Mm-hmm. Communicate, uh, may, communicate may get you exactly what you want and need it. It does. Yep, it can. Mm-hmm. It can be uh, a, a lesson learned or it can get you the thing that you needed uh, or wanted that you were asking for. I feel like for. not saying stuff and keeping it inside is what sets the expectation. And then it will be disappointed each and every time. Stasha is why I fuck with you. Stasha is why I fuck with you. Oh, shit. Yo, you're in my mind. We're taught to control our feelings and pick and choose a piece of happiness. And I don't know if that's fair or not. And Stasha, that's the question that I think I'm, I, I find myself asking often. It's like, why do I keep... And I think, Kanye, I had this conversation with you about like picking and choosing. Like, why do we feel like we can't have all the things of happiness that we want? Like, why do we, like, oftentimes, like, have these debates? Where, and I know I have this debate with myself for, like, wanting happiness and, like, having to say, oh, I can't have it all. And it's just like, why? Like, I, why is that not fair? If I, if I work and if I put the effort in, if I, if I, if I, you know, align those things up, why can't I reasonably say I can't have those? Or why can't I get them in stages and put, put it together to a place that, that, again, it creates the happiness for me? Like, I feel you, like, oh. It's not fair. Yeah. It is not, it, but it's not fair, but it's up to the person to deter. Like, you have to determine it. Like, for yourself. Because, mm-hmm. like, that means you're settling for less. 
Because, like, I know all that I want in life, but I'm going to choose to downgrade what my overall vision for my life is based on somebody else. And I see women do that shit a lot. Mm-hmm. It's just like, oh, well, he wants to... I just was watching Waiting to Excel. Excel, like, oh, he wanted to do this uh, this accounting business. I built that shit from the ground up. I, da, 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 I had his kids, all this stuff. But you didn't go, you know, go out for what you wanted. And mm-hmm. because he was like, oh, well, let me just do this wait mm-hmm. two years, two, mm-hmm. three years. That's a red flag right there. Once a man is trying to tell you to, oh, don't, don't sort after your dreams. Wait until I get mine first. Like, nah. Nah, walk away. Nah, walk away. That's the right so, I, I I want to point this out. So, Stasha, Miss Mary said, that's the thing. There's not, there's no one I've met worth it. There's not one person. There's, n- it's not going to just be one person. I think. Yeah, you haven't met him yet. No, no. There's, uh, sure. <laughs> uh, I'm the most hated because I'm so honest. I that's that's le- legit. That's possible. No, I've had that too. Like people, it being a turn off. Like. Yes. So Balancing Act says, I like my cake and eating it too, but you can do both. Like, I think that's a saying that's outdated, bro. I think that's a saying, especially when it comes to relationships. It's a saying that's outdated, bro. I talked about, like, y'all gotta, yo, I dropped these gems on hypocrisy of tradition. And I go back and listen to that episode because I talked about, like, in this day and age, like, I think we're there where we can, that's an outdated saying. It doesn't apply to that concept. I don't think so. Like, that's not there. Uh, righteous 15 say it again say it again I said I'm glad we're having this conversation about how this this plane is supposed to work in this day and age because I feel like there is some things that you can take from you know past generations and mm-hmm. my, like dating because mm-hmm. the level of courting is dead now that's just yeah. but like then there's other aspects of it that definitely need to evolve into the newer times mm-hmm. it's like you're trying to hold on to the wrong things from the old generation and take it along when it's like it's outdated yep. like let's throw that shit away yep so absolutely I'm glad we have the conversation I, I agree uh, Righteous 15 said I never understood that concept you can't have your cake and eat it too if I'm having cake I'm gonna eat it that's the point <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly I had it <laughs> Uh, you have to set the standard with your partner from the beginning. I agree that you do, but one thing I've also just learned as well is that that it evolves, that it changes, and it's important to continue having a conversation about what the standards are as you know the relationship is going about. Um, so yeah, I, I agree with it's important to set the, that standard. Like I think it's important to set the standard for what you want at that point in time. So if like if you're saying like, oh, I'm dating for a relationship, then yes, that's the standard you need to set and like tell or have you know what goes along with that. If you are dating just to fuck, like you need to have a standard or a list that goes along with that too. Like have like it's it's okay like to have those different standards. Like it doesn't have to just be the standard is a relationship. The, the standards can be different. The, the, the standard could be I want an open relationship. The standard could be I'm looking for a triad. Like the, those could be your standards. Like it's all relevant. Like it's very possible. Uh I'm always gonna say something. I feel you. I'm always. I, no matter I, I, what, don't stop saying something. Like, 
I, I, mm, I will never be not be myself for somebody else. I, and so that's the part of like that that pieces of happiness um, about like not being yourself. It's just like we that that's the part of like recognizing like when you're bringing two when you're bringing relationships together if you're bringing two people together two or more people like even in a group like like trying to get like if we were to say hey let's align on something in this conversation with the the seven of us that are here like that might even be a challenge because we're trying to bring different people together on one common accord and like as i said before like relationships are about intertwining um and not making the, the two people the same people that's sort of the same person but recognizing that there's different strands like we're so many different personalities uh, ourselves individually like imagine that other person being so many different personalities uh themselves um what that comes with, like their different personalities matching with your different personalities, like that's not gonna just easily be a mix and like all oh, that that that's just magic or that it's always like the best thing ever. Um, it's very possible that you can lose, you know, who you are and the things that you like and want in that mix and dynamic. Um, defining your standard, this your standard, what you're looking for, what it is. That right there takes the person doing some soul searching though because you got to know what your standard is you have you can't be so you got to know what the standard is and you got to know why that's your standard because if not like you're you're just you're, you're having standards that don't what do they mean like what are they built off of like if if someone asked you why like can you just say it's just something i like if they ask you why do you like it can you be able to answer that question um so you you have to know you have to do your own soul searching to figure out what your standards are why are those are your standards um why can you only like several people at the same time wait what curving niggas while looking for the right nigga is exhausting why is that why is curving niggas while looking for the right nigga exhausting because i never understood that from the woman's perspective because i feel like men that that's a zone that they that we operate in very easily and you know almost flawlessly you know if done you know with females think the you know the, the dating part of it is like blurred it's not a clear cut it's like dating to them is in a relationship it's like where it's not that's not the case you're dating you're looking around you're seeing what's out there and since that's blurred that's why it's like i'm curving everybody because i'm looking for the right person but how would you ever find the right person if you're not dating and seeing what they about like how is that even what is it i don't understand i don't understand stop ask them this question ask them this question if i said i wanted to stop talking to you today would you delete my number gauge their response if they act crazy off of that then nah, you should just like leave it wait alone say that there. again ask them if i if, like if you, you really want to know how, how they gonna feel about cut being cut off just simply ask them, like, yo, if I said I wanted to stop talking to you today, would you delete my number? If they get all bent out of shape out of some shit like that, then, yeah, it's time to just walk away. But why? Because, like, like I, if we're just if we're just dating, like, if we, if we just started dating, like, I'm not that attached to you. Right. So I have no need to, to, to if you want to leave, bye. Like, I'm, I'm... Do you think it's weird to ask somebody what they think dating is? No. Like, just so y'all on the same accord, like, have that conversation. What is dating to you like? 
I, I think you should. Like that that'd be I, that'd be a good first I, opening conversation. Is always trying to find a way where I can directly ask a question without directly asking it to like strike a nerve. Because a lot of people the way I ask, I I'll ask you straight like that. So what is the interview? What is that what does that look like to you? And then they get like automatically on defense, like, what you mean? Like and dudes are very sensitive creatures. Like let's let's be clear. I said there's a lot of toxic masculinity. And it's just like... Stas says she's al- she always asks that. Really? I think that's an important question. Dating can mean different things. Uh, I think so. Like, again, that's why, you know, having the conversation about what, what dating looks like, you know, what they're in it for, what they're trying to get out of it is definitely important. Um, because if not, like, y'all could be on two different pages uh one person can think you know dating is courting the other person could dating just means that it's dating and it's just like we're going out you know hanging out with each other so having a conversation about what that looks like having a conversation about like how they how they want to be contacted like i i realized a long time ago that was a thing like oh like some people prefer to be only texted some people prefer like phone calls and it's like okay so you got to ask that uh, there are things that you, you do have to ask to determine what it looks like for that other person if you're trying to get to know them and engage with them. Uh, men are very sensitive. I, I've, I've said there's toxic men out here. There's egos. Like, I don't like you, but people are weird. <laughs> if that strikes a nerve, I think that's a red flag. Exactly. I think that that's a red flag as well. Like if you ask my oh how like how do you define dating? What does it look like for you? And they talk about that's a red flag. Or oh, they get bent out of yeah, shape. Red flag, like okay, this happened to me recently. So like upon like the first second time meeting up with somebody, and then they're like, yeah, hey boo, or like babe and shit like that. Like that to me is like a turn off. Like whoa. Um, <laughs> Who, mm, no, I remember. My name is Constance. Um, yep, I remember at high school I met this chick in the morning on the train that night. She te- way too she, fast. she she we was on the phone that night. I think she called or texted me something like that, and she was like, "So are you gonna give up all your girls now?" I was like, "Oh no, this has got to end here." <laughs> I distinctly remember I was walking into my building as we were having this conversation because that's how much it blew my. I was like maybe sixteen, seventeen, uh, and I distinctly remember that I was like, "Nope, this is not gonna work." Uh uh-uh. uh. She hit me with that, and I was like, "This, <laughs> this ain't it." I think I might have. I'll be... <laughs> the thing is, I saw her on the train the next morning, so I, like I had to really navigate that space. But I think I deleted her number, like her name, out of my phone that that night. I'm, I'm pretty sure I did because yeah, we didn't date. We our conversation literally. We're Facebook friends now. Like it never really went past that point. You're not gonna tell me no shit like that. Like off the first meeting, hell no. All right, so I'm about to get out of here, but I'm gonna. I'm gonna read these last few comments before we get out of here, though. Um, there's nothing. There's no wrong answer to what dating is. It's your meaning of the word. I absolutely agree, and that's why it's important to ask it. Uh, it it's important to ask that. You you should ask it because you want to know what their definition definition is. You want to be able to give yours and see if there's common ground. If there's you know some neutral points. If Heck, that, you know, might be the first, you know, point of compromise for you two as a couple down the line um, on figuring out what the fuck dating looks like for y'all. So, yeah. Ash, what's annoying and corny as fuck? 
Shit do be corny as fuck. Connie, all right, you want to drop any last few words? Um, I really want to ask another question, but I'm going to be quiet. What's the question? Like, how do you navigate dating, courting, and sex? Shit's difficult as fuck, according to Stashe. <laughs> Honestly, I don't know. And I think that's why I'm, I, I honestly don't feel like I've had a difficult time in life dating. Um, just that's just me personally. So I'm I'm always curious as to, you know, the dynamics. Like, just because there's sexual energy there. That does not make for... So I'm actually going to talk about that on another episode. I'm actually going to drop that entire experience um, I don't know what I'm going to title it yet because I can't give it away completely uh, in terms of like identities, but I am going to talk about that and like dating, like just solely based off of sexual energy and like what that looks like. There, There's a, there's a, there's a story coming for that. There's an episode coming. Okay. I look forward to it. Yes. Hey, everybody who's watching, y'all should definitely tune in to There's a story coming for that. Like, there's a story coming for that. <laughs> There's gonna be a story. I'm gonna let y'all know when that story uh uh comes out. Um, yeah, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so we got six minutes. Which I which I want to close out with. Um, what was how do how you feel about dating, navigating, and shit like that? Like, what's what's your words on it to close it out? On what? On your question. You said how do you navigate it? Navigating dating is hard. Like it's super hard because. I know for a fact that it's uh, that you're not yourself when you're not getting properly sexed. That's a fact. Mm. Um, mm. And so when you're not, is like, how do you uncloud your judgment? So mm. what I feel is the best course of action <laughs> is to like stay strong. Yes, <laughs> stay strong and or have like. Like, have an ex that you, who y'all already know what it is. Like, okay, this is what we do. Thank you. Have a nice day. So I can clearly go into the dating realm. You're either the predator or the prey. So, like to Righteous 15's point about maybe you need a fuck buddy on the side while you're dating, I think that's how most no, men date. But that's what I just said. Yeah. Like, just have a fuck buddy. Somebody who, who you can get there. And that, you said, yeah. You can go into it very clear, clear mind, can't go into dating very clear minded and not with sex in the back end. And I, 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 I think that's how men date, to be honest with you. I think that's realistically how men oftentimes navigate dating. They have someone who they're fucking and then they have other potential women um that they're just engaging with but, that but as a man do you fuck people that you see potentially yeah why not no exes are distractions yes i 10,000 percent agree with you however you gotta find the right one but like i got one from like 2007 mm. 07 that i can hit up right now he got two kids 
head clear. It's important to have a clear head in the dating realm. It's very important. I like to be all in with nothing holding me back or having me second guessing. <sighs> to be honest, some of that's also ego. I think we just gotta let a lot of things go. Like, focus on what we can control and the things that we can't. Please explain this. Say what? Focus on things that we can control and other things we, we just let go. They fall on the wash. Like, like, what's a good example of this? Like, what's a really good example of this? Like, okay, like, 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 like think about it like this, right? Um, no, that's not a good example. I don't fucking know right now. I'm trying to like think of a good example that just would be wide. Like, I have a personal example. I, okay, I'll just give the personal example. I remember one time, like, I was at school, and something was wrong with my financial aid. And it was like a Friday night. Like, it was like Friday, like nine o'clock. And my financial was fucked up. And I remember I was sitting at my desk and I was like, yo, I could be really pissed off about this. Or I could just enjoy the rest of my night. Oh, who bastards. Well, I'm going to just put it in here. I can enjoy the rest of my night and not be upset because the financial aid office is closed and there's nothing I can do about it right now. So, you know. It's about what you can control. So that's what it comes down to. Uh, so I'm going to close the episode out. Uh, I'm not going to drop very, you know, my power respect this week. Uh, stay in the house. Stay safe. Go out. Be safe. Wash your hands. Cover your mouth. Uh, not with your hands. Uh, cover. Cough into your elbows. Um, as always... <clears throat> You can find, you can hit me up and send topics to everybodymadpod at gmail.com. You can follow, like on IG, everybodymadpod. And you can listen to this episode and others on all screaming podcast platforms. Everybody mad. This is your way, Rose. Thank y'all for tuning in. I'm out this bitch. Yeah.